right, welcome to Fellowship in the Word. How's everybody doing this morning? We'll be right back with you in just a moment. God, we stand tonight amazed at your power, amazed at your strength, amazed at your glory. So tonight we offer this song to you just to let you know how we really feel about you. Come on, Ashley, help me sing this song tonight. It's so amazing, your love for me.
this time, I'd like to bring to you Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Pastor Cooper. Hey, Brother Lewis. All right. Good morning. All right. How are you today? Hey, okay. Man, just in the, some technical difficulties, but we got them through, so we're okay. Oh, right, well, you got my attention, so I hope you got the whole world's attention also. We can hear you well. Great, great. That's all. That's what I need to know. Good. You can hear you well. We're a good little ways from you, so that should be a good <laughs> good sign to you, right? Hey, amen, amen. Hope you're feeling better yes, today. Excuse me? I said I hope you're feeling better today. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better after. It's just a, it's a process. Changing diet, I believe, is part of it. Uh, the food that I'm eating is not what I should be eating, but I'm, I'm trying to make some changes. So, well, you know, we all yeah. have our, we all have our preferences, and some like jalapenos, some like Jello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Neither one are no good for my stomach. But anyway, right. well, we just have to, we have to do what we have to do, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Brother Lewis, uh, uh, I've been thinking about so many things, which I always do. And as I look at the way the world is and how things are developing, I'm finding out that there's a group of people in this world who who are so chosen and highly favored of God but sadly, it seems like that they have no knowledge of it. And I'm referring to the church. Yes. I say that because I say that because I love the church. And I'm sure everyone that's listening, I hope everyone that's listening loves the church also. But as, as we all know, the church is more than just a location. It's more than just an address and a zip code. The church represents the people of Almighty God. And when you really stop and take time to think about what the church means and who the church is, God has a people in the earth, meaning the church, who are able to demonstrate the will of God in every area of our lives. Unfortunately, and I say that, and I'm going to say it again. Unfortunately, not enough people in the church who I love, not enough people in the church have a clear understanding of their identity in God through Jesus Christ. There's an identity crisis going on in the church. And you know as well as I do, hey, man, uh, uh, you got to have your ID. But you can't, you, can't, you can't have an identity if you don't know your identity. And we have to know our identity if we want to be effective as the people of God. First and foremost, we need to understand, hey, man, that we are the children of God. I'm talking to the born-again believers. I'm talking to the ones who have given their life to Jesus Christ. We are children of God. And that's, and that's something, amen, that can't be taken away from you. Oh, the devil may try. He don't want you to know you're God's child. You may get to drive the limo. You may get to live in the mansion. You, you're entitled to everything God has by God's grace, and the devil doesn't want you to know that. So he's always distracting, and he's always trying to show people different things and influence people away from their identity in God. We're going to talk a little bit today about identifying with God, and I want to take some time and pray, because I believe someone is on the line right now who has been lost. You ever I'm sure you all are familiar with the term lost and found. Oh, and, there, yes. and there are places there are places where they call the lost and found. And there are a lot of people, amen, who are in the found location, but they're still lost. 
And we're praying for those right now because there are a lot of people who are claiming to be found, but in essence, they're still lost. And we're praying right now that God will lead, guide, and direct every soul into the place that he wants us to be. And that's with him. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Before I begin this, uh, if you have anyone who has a a burning testimony or a prayer request, amen, the line is open. All right. You heard that. Lines are open. Uh, Is there anyone here that would like to come in at this moment? Good morning, Pastor Marcia. Good morning, Marcia. How are you today? I'm I'm really having a lot of anxiety. Uh, things with James have uh, gotten worse. Um, he was uh, removed from his sober living and refused to go into rehab, and now he's on the streets, and he's not doing good. So I just need some prayer for him and for myself and my family. Oh, we're, we're, we're praying for you right now in the name of Jesus. You know, it doesn't take long to pray. And all you have to do is ask. That's what the Lord said. He said, ask and it shall be given to you. So right now we ask for prayer for Marsha and her family and for her son, and that you would move in a mighty way, Lord, like only you can, in Jesus' name, in their behalf. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Okay. We're talking today about we're talking today about identifying with God. And too many people, amen, are 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 going from the lost to the found and back to the lost again. And it's time, amen, that we got on the right track because I found out that when we get in the right place where we're supposed to be with God, we have something that God has given us. It gives us power over everything. Amen. So I'm speaking from the topic, I'm ready to be what the Word of God says I am. Oh, I'm going to say that again. I want the world to know that I'm ready to be what the Word of God says I am. Praise God. And that's what we all need to do. We need to make up in our minds that we're not going to be influenced by anything that the world says, but we only want to be what the Word of God says we are. Amen. And you'll find out that when we get into this place and we begin to identify properly with God, we'll have power over anything that comes our way. But we have to get into the habit of, we have to get into the habit of hearing it and saying it and then practicing it. Because nothing will change until we do. Everything will remain the same. And we don't want things to remain the same we want to see change. Amen. We want to see change. So in order to be everything that God, everything to be what that God's word says I am, you have to first know what God says in his word that you are. So we're going back to the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. God is so amazing. Chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth. That's powerful right there. How many agree? I mean, in order to create heaven and earth, you've got to have some power. I love that. I'm going to read that again, amen, to someone down in Iowa or someplace who may not have their volume up. In the beginning, or even Ohio, or in the, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Praise God. How many know you just don't create heaven and earth unless you have got some kind of power? I'm going to have a good time with this if i got to have a good time by myself. you got to have power. It takes great power to create the heaven and the earth. Amen. We 
know, we know, amen, we know, we know about heaven and earth, and we know that's not the kind of thing you can just go down to the to the uh, uh, hardware store and go pick up things to, to make heaven and earth. you got to have more than just a hardware store. you got to have more than just a department store. you got to have power to make heaven and earth, and that's what God did in the beginning. So it's always good to go back to the beginning because you, you'll find out things about yourself that you didn't know if you go back to the beginning. He says, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. Hallelujah. And there was light. Amen. How many know it takes power to make something out of nothing? Amen. It takes power to take nothing and turn it into something. It takes power to turn darkness into light. But God did. That's the kind of power God has. I'm saying this because I want to give glory to God first and foremost on this special day. And I call it a special day because it's a day of breakthrough. It's a day of restoration. It's a day of revelation. It's a day that God wants his people, amen, to see clearly their roots in the name of Jesus. He's powerful. He's all-powerful. He's strong enough and powerful enough to create the heaven and the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. He's powerful. He's powerful enough to turn darkness into light and to take nothing. The Bible says the earth was without form. That means it was nothing. And void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the waters. Now when you look at the earth, you see all kinds of beautiful things and wonderful things. Sometimes when we go out, amen, I like to go the long way because I'm not in a hurry. And I tell my wife, I said, I like to take the scenic route because I like to see the handprint of God on everything. I like to see the handiwork of God in nature, praise God. There are things that God does that only God can. Praise the living God. So he's mighty. There's no doubt in that, amen. Oh, I wonder if I'm being heard. Any technical difficulties? Oh, Lord. All right. Can you hear me okay, audience? Somebody. Affirm. Uh Uh-oh. Amen. Am I being heard? Yes, Pastor, you're being heard. Okay, wonderful. I'm glad to know that because I said a whole lot, and I hope somebody heard it. No, because we're no, talking it about was the, on. We're talking about the power of Almighty God, how powerful God mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And so God, and so God, God made all of these things, and I don't see any place where it said, and God had a whole crew of folk working with him. I see where it says God did all this by himself. But we're talking about identity. So we're going to skip from verse 1 and verse 2, and I'm going to, we're going to go all the way to verse 26 in chapter 1 of Genesis. Because now it gets down to you and I. It said, and God said, the same God who made everything, the same God with all the power, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the earth and over the cattle and over all the earth. Let them have dominion over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Amen. You know, there's some creeps on the earth. There's a whole lot of stuff creeping around on the earth. Praise God. 
I, you know, I, I understand they have they have coronavirus trying to creep around. Now they got this thing they talking about called monkeypox that's coming up, and 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 they got all kinds of diseases and sicknesses creeping around on the earth. You have all kinds of controversies and conspiracies creeping around. And you know, when we read in the Bible about creeping things, we think of four-legged creatures. Amen. But it's not limited to just four-legged creatures. There's all kinds of creeps in the earth. So God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. In other words, that translates, let us make man just like I am. In other words, let us make man in the same way and in the same manner that we are, he's Father, he's Son, he's Holy Spirit. And he's decided that the way he wants mankind to be is just like him. Now, I don't know about you, but when I consider being made in the image and likeness of the one who created the heavens and the earth, that tells me that when he made me and when he made us, he intended for us to have great power. Not power of our own, not power of ourselves, but his power. Because he made us in the image and likeness of himself. This is where the devil gets real mad. Because he doesn't want anybody to be radical enough to tell the people of God this because he wants the people of God to think they're powerless so they can keep on being victimized by everything that comes our way. But I decided that I'm going to be everything the Word of God says I am, and first and foremost, I'm putting the devil under my feet. And I recommend that you do the same. Hallelujah. 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 And, you know, it's something we can celebrate. Amen. I hear people last night, there was so much noise outside. It sounded like, who knows? Amen. I had to pray to ask the Lord to silence things because the noise had got so out of hand. They were celebrating. Amen. And I guess they call it a celebration. It sounded more like disturbing the peace to me, but it was so much noise. And, 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 you know, rightfully so, because there's a reason to celebrate. But we people of God have a reason to celebrate. Because when God made us, he didn't make us a man. He didn't make us just like so. He didn't make us anything inferior. He made us a man just like him. Amen. And, and, and the thing is, in his image and after his own likeness is a description of what it means to be God-like. Amen. And this is the same God, this is the same God who made the heaven and the earth and who took nothing and turned it into something. He took absolutely nothing and turned it into something. The Bible says that the earth was without form and void. Void means blank, empty, nothing. And God took that nothing and turned it into something, praise God. And he said he's made man in the image and likeness of himself, so he's given us the ability to do the same thing. And so the identity crisis that people are suffering from, I'm talking about church folk especially, is because, and I love you brothers and sisters, but we have to get to the place where we understand who we are and how we are and where we are in God. Because we have been, sadly, we have been conformed to this world when the Bible says, be not conformed to this world in Romans 12. Don't let the world dictate to you. Don't let the world, amen, decide who you are. Let the word. Stop living, stop living through the world and let's start living through the word. Yeah, yeah, it's time to put the world down and start picking up the word. It's, it's time to stop seeing ourselves through the world and start seeing ourselves through the word. And when you begin to see yourself through the word, you begin to see things you didn't even know were there. 
Because a powerful, powerful power created the heavens and the earth and then turned around in the same chapter and said, let us make man in the image and likeness of ourselves. Praise God. He wants a family of God, church. The church is the family of God. He wants the church, he wants the people that he created to become his family and to do things just like he does. Praise God. Marvelous things, miraculous things, wonderful things, powerful things. So much so that he said, oh, so much so that he said, and let them have dominion. Amen. So God, God made sure that we're able now to do miraculous things because he gave us the power to do it. Dominion is nothing to play with. Dominion means supreme authority. That's right. We got it like that, church. And all we have to do is use it. We got supreme authority over every sickness and disease that they talk about on TV. We got sickness, we got, we got dominion, we have supreme authority over everything that will try to trouble you. And it's time that we start using it, praise God. Hallelujah. How many know Jesus said these words in Mark nine twenty three? He said, if you can believe, he said, all things are possible to him that believes. So it's time that we start believing God. We have to believe God. Before we can be what God's word says we are, we first have to believe God. How many know God does not dwell and deal with make-believe? Everything God says and everything God does is for real. Numbers 23 and 19 says God is not a man that he should lie. Men might lie, but not God. So whatever's in the word of God is the truth. So we have this, amen. We can identify now because we understand not only not only not only what we are, but how we are. Because God did not leave anything about us void. He's the only one I know that can take a nothing and turn it into something. Praise God. And we need to thank God for that. And He's given amen. us the ability to do the same thing, Amen. He's given us the ability to do things the same way and the power to do it. Look up the word dominion. You'll find it means supreme authority. Now, why would God give man supreme authority if he didn't want man to have it? My Bible says, and let them have. It didn't say anything about let them make payments on it. And... I would give it to them, but I'm still thinking about it. No, it clearly says, let them have dominion, supreme authority. Why? Because I want them to be able to operate in a God-like way. And that's what we have. This is what we have. This is how we need to identify, first and foremost, with God and realize that when God made man, he knew exactly how he wanted man to be. And some of us may be going through troubles and difficulties and issues and considerations and concerns and dealing with circumstances, but I stop by to tell you none of those circumstances, none of those conditions, none of those things can stop you because you are made in the image and likeness of God, and God has given you dominion over everything that's troubling you right now, even to this very day. I'm surprised I can't get an amen. I know it's the holiday weekend, but still give God <laughs> a praise. Hallelujah. Still give amen, God an hallelujah. amen. Amen. He's letting you know, praise the living God, that he means business, amen, because even after the holiday is gone, you still got to deal with life. And it's good to know, praise God, that he's made us this way. So we can deal with the pains and the suffering that go on in life. Hallelujah. Thank you for that praise. And we thank God for that praise. And we give God the praise right now. Hallelujah. Because God is wonderful. God is great. Do you agree with me, son? 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. So God created man in his own image. I'm in verse 27 now. So God went on and did what he said he was going to do. How many know God does what he says he's going to do? Folk may not, but God does. God does everything he says he's going to do. So it says, so God created man in his own image, just like he said he would. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. This is for the brothers and the sisters. Everyone needs to know. That's how we're made. So if you don't know how you're made, it's not possible for you to rightly identify. But now that we know how we're made, because we have it in the Bible, we have it in the first chapter of God's Word, how he made us, amen, there should be no mistake ever again. How? We are made. Amen. And God wants us to know this. And God wants us to study this. And he wants us to talk about it. He wants us to hear it. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And it's so good to hear God tell us things because there's too many things going on, amen, outside these four walls. Sometimes inside these four walls. But the world, amen, observes holidays, but circumstances and considerations still go on. Amen. And I pray that everyone is in the comfort of their own home, amen, and that they have a wonderful holiday weekend, praise the living God, and the fellowship is good and the food is good, but never lose sight, amen, of who you are in God. Go to Psalms chapter 8, please. It talks a little bit more about it in Psalms 8, because the question is raised in Psalm 8 about man. And it says in verse 3, in verse 3, I want to read verse 1, though. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Another translation says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained praise. Because praise is what steals the enemy and the avenger. How many know the devil can't stand it when you praise God? And, and, and really, if you if folk really knew how much the devil didn't like it when you praise God, you hear people praising God all the time. You wouldn't have to twist nobody's arm to praise God. You better praise God. The devil can't stand it. And God loves it because God inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. So when we praise God, amen, we release the power of God, the presence of God. Praise the living God, hallelujah. We give God praise, amen. We're doing a wonderful thing, amen, for God and for us. When I consider, verse number three, thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, you know, God created all these things. What is man, verse 4 says, that thou art mindful of him? In other words, what did you have on your mind when you created man? And the son of man, that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. That's your description right there. And it's important, amen, that we know this because we can begin to identify better when we understand not only not only what we were made, but how we are made. And he made us a little lower than the angels and has crowned us with glory and honor. Thou made him, thou madest him, 
But it's the same thing. Thou made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. That's your purpose. That's your purpose, and there's your power. You were made to have dominion. That was the reason you were made, to have dominion over the works of thy hands. And thou, meaning God, has put all things under his feet, meaning man. So we want to identify, amen, properly so we can know when we go forth, amen, that we're not helpless and we don't need to be hopeless. And we're certainly not powerless and we're never alone. God has given us dominion. So when you go out, amen, go out in dominion. You don't have to tell nobody. You don't have to say anything to anyone. Just having it tells the whole story. Just knowing it tells the whole story. Because when you know it, you'll show it. Whether you even, even if you don't open your mouth, just knowing it shows it. And, and how many know when God shows, he shows? He's glorious. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's good to know that we want to be all that the word of God said we are. We don't want to let the devil steal any of it from us. Amen. Say, I want it Amen. all. Amen. Praise the living God. You know, I was listening I was listening to a song a little earlier, and it, and it gives me great pleasure because when these brothers sing a song, Lord, we give you our hearts. We give you our minds. Give you our body and soul. All that we have, we give to you.
all to Jesus, amen. We want to give the Lord all of us. It's time. It's time for us to return to the Lord, amen. It's time for us to celebrate being in God. It's time for us to celebrate Jesus, amen. Somebody needs to know, amen, that God loves you, and all we have to do is turn to him. He wants us to be one with him the way he's one with us. Our Bible says God will never leave us nor forsake us. I believe that. No matter where you go, God is always with you. Never means never. And when he says he'll never leave us or forsake us, we can relate to him. There's no situation that you'll find yourself in that God won't be with you. Praise God. Amen and hallelujah. He says, Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things under his feet. That's power. God's love, God's grace is so wonderful. He's given us that kind of power. He's putting all things under our feet. Amen. So I'm ready to be what the word of God says I am. And that's what God says I am. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what he says I am. Thank you, Jesus. And if you go down to, and if you go down to uh, Revelation, and I and I and I refer to this quite a bit because a lot of times we don't always realize the positions that we have, but He has positioned us in Jesus Christ to be higher than just higher. The love of God for us is so great that the Bible says in Revelation chapter one. Verse 5, it talks about, and from Jesus Christ, he's our Lord and Savior, our Redeemer, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that hath loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. We want to give him praise and glory. Because the Bible says that he's washed us from our sins in his own blood. So sin is no longer an issue. Amen. So there now is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. I know, I know, I know the world wants to condemn you. I know, I know they want to say you're not no good. I know, I know sometimes you may, fi- you may find yourself in, 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 in controversy or in, in contention with folks who don't believe what the Word says, but don't go by what the world says. Just go by what the Word says. And the Word of God says, amen. The Word of God declares, amen, that we have been, that we have been washed clean, cleansed by the blood of Jesus, and there's nothing, no way, no how that can change that. Amen. Sin is no longer an issue with mankind. As a matter of fact, go and sin no more. So what we have to do, we have to reverence God and understand that he made us in the way he wants us to be. Cleansed us from all sin washed us clean, and has made us kings and priests under God. Amen and amen and amen. Are we still here, Pastor Cooper? All right. I think he might have got cut off. Are you with us, Pastor Cooper? I'm here now. Okay, good, good, good. Go right ahead, sir. I'm going to turn it over to you. All right, as he turns it over to me, we are want to wish everybody a happy holiday, happy, a safe weekend, and that everybody just remember to keep God first through all of this is going on. Over here, while they're at, someone's been... Youngsters been popping off firecrackers and fireworks and stuff three days ago, and we had a little uh, brush fire 
and they live in a hilly area. We had a little brush fire the other night. Not a little one, a big one. So, you know, just be safe. Watch the highways. And uh, watch what you eat. <laughs> I know I am. So Amen. God bless y'all. And we'll be back next week. Same place, same time. And I'm going to go out with Donnie McClurklin. Great is your mercy. And yes, it All is. right. Great is your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercies I see. Day after day. Pastor Cooper for spreading the word this morning. Your loving kindness.